professor to the world alternative media here. And as the globalist plot World War III, essentially, and of course it is all just based in false flags, it is a hoax, essentially it's a script to bring us into the Great Reset, as we're seeing at the World Economic Forum right now, as leadership is fully behind Ukraine, as it says, as they gather in Davos, Switzerland. We are seeing some serious, serious backlash because this out of Zero Hedge, it says death toll in Dnipro apartment strike rises to 44. Zelensky aide resigns for saying it was errant anti-air missile. Now, we've seen Ukraine with the U.S. get caught basically red-handed exploding the Nord Stream pipeline and blaming it on Russia. We know Ukraine has been dropping in Russian neighborhoods uh, landmines specifically aimed at civilians that look like toys that children might pick up and be killed by touching. You know, we are seeing a lot of evil here with the old Khazarian empire. And with that said, that doesn't make Russia innocent either, because of course, Russia is working with the Chinese world order to bring in the BRICS world reserve currency system that's digital and they're going digital and they're pushing smart cities as well. So let's not pretend it's one side or the other. Yes, the US empire is working with Ukraine. The Israeli-Chinese empire is working with Russia, though I should add that Israel usually backs both sides. So they're also helping out the Khazarians as, you know, on top of that. But we see this recent story, and it really goes to show that, you know, there's no lenience in this. They are blowing up their own apartment blocks and then blaming other people. So many false flag attacks happening, and people are angry, my friends. And this is definitely going to snowball, and we're going to get into that article soon. And I should note that we've already known this for a while. This out of Natural News report claims CIA is directing sabotage attacks inside Russia by a major NATO ally. Well, all the while, speaking of NATO, Ukraine's defense minister claims his country is a de facto member of NATO. This is all so scripted, all while the UK is sending heavy tanks into uh, into Ukraine. And again, this is a proxy war to bring in the Great Reset, which again is why they're convening convening right now <coughs> in Davos, Switzerland to discuss just that. At the end of the day, I feel bad for the individuals on the ground, the people, because the government is organized crime. And of course, as always, the government sacrifices um, the pawns for the king and the queen, and they think of you as pawns in their grand chessboard. So we are going to go into this and much more today, my friends. But before we do, a message from our sponsor at Virtual Shield. Our passwords, bank accounts, and personal data are more vulnerable to hackers than ever before. That's why hundreds of thousands of savvy internet users have turned to Virtual Shield VPN. Virtual Shield's VPN has exceptional speeds, a strict no-log policy, military-grade encryption, is US-based and my personal recommendation for online privacy. Avoiding sporting event blackouts, access local websites uh, which are blocked outside of state borders, watch television premieres before they show up in your time zone. Stop hackers from seeing your uh, your keystrokes, passwords, and you accessing your work files, which is very important. Protect yourself starting now with a free 60-day trial during Virtual Shield's New Year special simply by going to www dot virtualshield.com slash deals slash w-a-m that's www.virtualshield.com slash deals slash wham you can compare all of this for yourself uh, over on the website and again get 78 percent off lifetime discount 
when you go through there. Look at this versus the other VPNs. It's cheaper and it's more secure. So make sure to check that link in the description. We appreciate Virtual Shield for supporting independent media and we support them for supporting privacy, of course. And of course, make sure to check the links below for rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetrile Online. Made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, laetrile, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. And finally, make sure to check out heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on most of these products in the United States. And even if you are not in the United States, still use code WAM. Again, they are in the Great Reset, they're going for broke in making sure that the shelves are empty. And they want to make sure you are as dependent as possible. You're saving money versus inflation and versus the imminent danger, <coughs> the danger of obviously destroying the supply chain on purpose to get people to get into the cash society, which is whole Ukraine-Russia thing heavily is aimed at. So make sure to check that link in the description and get stocked up now. Experts say you need at least three months of food in a supply chain crisis. So again, use code WAM, W-A-M, and you save money. Anyway, let's get into this. So the World Economic Forum is pushing for war with Ukraine or war with Russia, rather, through Ukraine as a proxy. They, they're doing what they did in the Middle East for a long time, but they're trying to purposely collapse Western Empire, get <coughs> order out of chaos and move into the new world order, the Great Reset, the cash society, the BRICS world reserve currency system. Russia is set to win this and it's all by design. But first, you have to get the, you know, the 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 fears of the masses involved in this. And, you know, we're looking at potential war through Poland. We're looking at, you know, Ukraine basically wagging their finger at people divide and conquer in the United States as homeless people are, you know, are sleeping in bus shacks, same with in Canada, and they're giving all their money to Ukraine as Ukraine demands more money on, on the daily, people are getting upset. And now <laughs> we're seeing this out of Zero Hedge. It says death toll in Dnipro apartment strike rises to 44. Zelensky aide resigns for saying it was an errant anti-air missile. It's exactly the opposite of what Zelensky said. It says here, uh, the death toll from the Dnipro apartment strike, which happened Saturday afternoon as the latest weekend Russian aerial attacks against Ukraine's energy infrastructure unfolded has risen to at least 44 killed, including four children. An additional 79 people were injured with reports that many residents are still missing and unaccounted for. The city's mayor, uh, Boris uh, Filatov, issued this the update on Tuesday after two days of rescue workers frantically trying to pull people from the rubble. <laughs> Ukrainian President Volod uh, Vladimir uh, Zelensky blamed Moscow for the attack, which he called a war crime, vowing justice for the large numbers of civilian casualties. The Dnipro strike now ranks among the single deadliest attacks of the entire war. And I quote, the rescue operation, the demolition of the rubble will not end until the bodies of all the dead are found. Deputy head of the presidency, uh, Kirillo Timoshenko, said. But on Monday, the Kremlin vehemently denied that it targeted and struck a civilian residential building in Dnipro, uh, instead pointing to the likelihood of a Ukrainian anti-air missile falling on the building. And I quote, the Russian armed forces do not strike residential buildings or social infrastructure. They strike military targets, Kremlin spokesperson uh, Dmitry Peskov told uh, reporters before referring to the conclusion of some representatives of the Ukrainian side that the strike could have been caused by air defense. Kiev responded by emphasizing the strike was direct 
and not the result of one of the, the of one of its own errant missiles. However, there has been division and controversy in the Ukrainian response, as noted by Peskov's statement. An advisor to Ukrainian President uh, Vladimir Zelensky actually initially said the apartment block in Dnipro was hit by an errant Ukrainian anti-air defense missile, which had been fired in an attempt to intercept an inbound Russian rocket. The presidential aide, uh, Oleksiy Arestovich, unleashed immediate controversy and anger from fellow officials in making the public remarks, which aired live on a national television broadcast and which were picked up in Russian media. Ukraine officials say the rocket was a KH-22 and argued that its forces lacked the capability to shoot down this particular projectile. In the wake of the controversial statement, Aristovich apologized to the nation and stepped down, and I quote, I wrote a letter of resignation. I want to set an example of civilized behavior. A fundamental mistake means resignation, Alexei Aristovich posted on Facebook alongside a photo of his resignation letter. Keep in mind, this is just what happens to people that step out of line with the exact script that's going on here. And, you know, no war is supposed to end through this. But anyway, continuing on here, it says, Aristovich said further, he made a serious mistake made during a live broadcast in the initial TV interview with those comments. I sincerely apologize, he says, to the victims and their relatives, uh, the residents of the Dnipro and everyone uh, of the Dnipro. I guess it's the Dnipro. I don't know. I guess apartment building. And everyone who was deeply wounded by my premature error version of the reason the Russian missile hit a residential building, he added. <laughs> He's like, his eyes are darting side to side as all these guys point guns at him and like, continue on. Let's go. Keep on with the script. <clears throat> it says here, but he also still sought to defend himself to some degree, saying the level of hate directed at me is incomparable with the consequences of the on-air mistake. And he and said his apology was not issued specifically towards the people who are spinning the issue. Below are the brief comments from the interview, which unleashed controversy and led to the Zelensky's aides essentially, uh, you know, forced resignation. And it was, of course, televised. Russian state me media and the Kremlin officials have also picked up on Aristovich's uh, initial explanation of an errant Ukrainian missile hitting the apartment building. Uh, given that incoming uh, that incoming uh, during candid remarks from a high-ranking Ukrainian official, it is a significant indicator that Russia's denial and explanation are plausible. <laughs> Keep in mind that <clears throat> we already know the CIA is working with the Ukrainian government and uh, major NATO allies to cause false flag attacks and sabotage uh, certain acts over in Ukraine and Russia. And, you know, this has been clear for quite some time. And the purpose is to perpetuate this as much as possible and bring the world as far into war as possible to reset the economic system, to reset, um, you know, the law systems worldwide, the, destroy the Western empire and bring in tyranny technocratic tyranny worldwide which is so evident because well the world economic forum is deeply involved in this stuff it says a startling new report makes an astonishing claim that the cia known for fermenting revolution and wars around the globe is helping to direct sabotage attacks inside russia risking all-out war with a major nuclear power even as russia's forces struggle to pacify ukraine having had to retreat in recent weeks after taking ground in the country's eastern reaches early in the february invasion Moscow still maintains a substantial nuclear arsenal and the means to deliver warheads in ways even the U.S. could not stop by a Mach 5 Zircon hypersonic missiles. According to an investigative journalist, Jack Murphy, the CIA is supposedly using long-dormant sleeper cells that have been activated by an unnamed NATO ally spy service 
which are working to hinder Russia's war efforts from behind the lines. And I quote, years in the planning, the campaign is responsible for many of the unexplained explosions and other mishaps that have befallen the Russian military industrial complex since Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine in February, according to three former U.S. intelligence officials, two former U.S. military officials, and a U.S. person who has been briefed on the campaign, he reported on his website. The former officials declined to identify specific targets to the CIA-directed campaign, but railway bridges, fuel depots, and power plants in Russia have all been damaged in unexplained incidents since the Kremlin launched its full-scale invasion of Ukraine in February. It says, he went on to report, while no American personnel are involved on the ground in Russia in the execution of these missions, I'm sure they are, agency para uh, paramilitary officers are commanding and controlling the operation, according to two former intelligence officials and a former military official. The paramilitary officers are assigned to the CIA's Special Activity Center, but detailed to the agency's European Mission Center, said the two former intelligence officials, um, using an allied intelligence service to give the CIA an added layer of plausible deniability, was an essential factor in U.S. President Joe Biden's decision to approve the strikes, according to a former U.S. Special Operations official. Murphy says the operational command and the control over the sabotage missions reside solely with the CIA for legal reasons. Still, he added that the unnamed NATO ally has a great deal of influence over which missions are actually carried out since that country's sleeper cells are on the ground taking risks. He went on to say that the NATO ally in particular is not a client state for the CIA or a proxy, but rather that there is a close partnership involved. Murphy said he would not identify the country by name other than to say it's located in Europe. I would say I would hinder a guess that it's Germany. And of course, there's the UK with MI6, which I believe is heavily involved in this as well. And of course, Israel, there's no doubt. Israel is working both sides, as I mentioned earlier. Murphy also noted that any covert actions launched by the CIA must first be authorized by presidential order, most likely classified. So it's obvious Biden's handlers know what is going on, even if they are not completely comp competent at what they are doing. And I quote, after the U.S. intelligence community concluded that Russia had interfered with the 2016 presidential election, which never happened, uh, President Barack Obama signed such a finding for covert action against Russia before he left office, according to The Washington Post. Murphy reported uh, on all this, of course, and, uh, you know, the findings involved the National Security Agency and the military cyber command in addition to the CIA and included a scheme to plant cyber weapons in Russia's infrastructure, according to the Post, Murphy noted. And that, of course, goes both ways. The journalist also noted that after Russia's invasion, alarmed NATO allies activated cells within their own countries, and they also are also involved in sabotage missions inside Russia itself outside of the CIA's purview. But I think the U.S. wants to fail at this. I think the U.S. wants to lose this. I think they want Ukraine to lose this. I, it was evident when Israel told uh, Ukraine to step down because the idea is this is a power shift to the New World Order, Saudi Arabia, China, Russia, India, you know, et cetera, United Arab Emirates, Egypt, Turkey. That is a new order. Brazil, of course, and uh, South Africa. While the old war world order which is U.S., will soon become a museum much like Europe. Just the way that it's going, they're collapsing their currency, supply chain, and energy grid at the same time as a housing market, and purposely causing these proxy wars, which they inevitably will lose. So again, I want to point out some historical context here, because as we see U uh, UK sending heavy tanks, and they say it will only intensify conflict uh, with more casualties, according to the, uh, the Kremlin, 
We see, you know, Ukraine, Ukraine's defense minister taking victory laps, claiming his country is a de facto member of NATO. Now, th these are serious claims, because keep in mind that the whole idea of the agreement between the U.S. and Russia in collapsing the Soviet Union was that they would not put their military on their borders, period. And that includes NATO. And they had a few rules and they basically the U.S. has broken basically all of them. And so Russia said, hey, just don't put NATO in your country and the war is over. Simple as that. They've offered up a peace treaty multiple times. But Ukraine is like, oh, we're defending our own citizens by making sure as many of them get killed in war as possible. And we bankrupt every other country in the world that gives us money um, so that we can continue this war. They do not want peace. Not, no one in Ukraine other than the citizens wants peace. All of the you know puppet leaders, which were basically put in power in 2014, um, through a CIA um, US government coup. This was planned long ago. But the thing is, Russia doesn't necessarily want peace either. They will put this stuff forward, but this is all part of the script to lead to the end of their empire. Well, not their empire, the US empire, I should say, the European empire, the British empire. We saw that sanctions led to a greater economy in Russia. We saw that Russia, China, India, Saudi Arabia, um, you know, uh, places like Egypt, Turkey, South Africa, and Brazil are creating the BRICS alliance, a cashless world currency system. It looks like Israel is looking into that as well. And that really tells us everything we need to know. At the end of the day, they want war. I don't know if it's going to actually get to the point of thermonuclear war. I actually somewhat doubt it, but I think this, the fear will be in the air. They're trying to stoke something that is at least on a level enough that people will believe it. And then we'll see an empire fall and a new one rise up. The U.S. would be screwed in a war against Russia, not because the U.S. Is in, doesn't have a powerful military. It does. It's basically the strongest in the world. But they're up against not just Russia. They're, they'd be up against China. They'd be up against Brazil. They'd be up against so many countries, Mexico probably, because Mexico seems to be pretty friendly to Russia and China as well. And they'd be up against so many of the world's biggest militaries at the same time. And what do you have? The depleted European militaries, the depleted German militaries, the depleted British military. British military is still pretty powerful. The U.S. is pretty powerful, but up against what? All these other guys? Now, I'll give China, uh, I will say, like China doesn't really know combat on the ground. And Japan would be on the U.S. side. So there's some, some a lot to be said about that. But I honestly think at the very least, it'll be close. But, it, you know, I think the script has already been written long ago and they want... Russia, China, India to win this. And I think that's been evident for a long time. They're demoralizing the public with people like Joe Biden, who is pooping his pants in front of the Pope and like falling downstairs and stuff, doesn't know what year it is and talking about corn pop and his leg hair. Meanwhile, you have Justin Trudeau in Canada and no one respects that guy. And of course you have Macron in France and the, the whole system, Rishi Sunak in the UK, I mean, it's such a mess in the UK right now with the constant change of leadership, quote unquote, it's clear to me that Russia and China are now seen as the tough guys, India as well. And Brazil was just, we just saw a coup there, which will strengthen the World Economic Forum's impact there with BRICS, which is a great reset project, I believe, the cashless currency system, which will, you know, we'll be able to enslave everyone. And what we'll see is a digital currency coming out this year with the Fed between this month and July, they say, and that will allow them to ease into a new world reserve currency when the dollar crashes and into a new system. So this is extremely dangerous. And this is just a conduit. The war is just a conduit. 
you might ask like, why haven't I reported on this more? Well, the reason I haven't reported on this more is because it's so scripted and I'm trying to look at the outer layer here and what they're really doing with the carbon credit situation, the 15 minute city project where you're not allowed to leave your neighborhood without government permission, which are already signing into law in a bunch of places, including in England, in Australia and Spain and France and uh, Portugal and Netherlands and trying to do it in places like New York City as well. We're seeing all this happen. And for me, I think that we're just wit witnessing a piece of the conduit to get into that system with the Russia-Ukraine conflict, just like we did with the COVID stuff. The only difference with the COVID stuff is more people are affected because millions are dying from the jab. So again, I'm just trying to construct this puzzle so that you guys can see. And so for the last few months, I haven't really gotten into the Russia-Ukraine stuff much because it's it's like... Look, we're seeing revolutions in Brazil, um, all part of a script. We're seeing, you know, the cast of society system. And the end goal is order out of chaos with this war so they can bring in that system and that new power structure, which is why we're seeing Saudi Arabia move into BRICS and move out of the U.S. petrodollar system and into a yuan, a petro yuan um, global currency system. I mean, we're seeing the death nail in the coffin of the dollar. We're seeing the destruction of the supply chain, the purposeful attack on the energy grid, which all this helps to create. All this war nonsense helps to create. And they could use it as an excuse for the collapse of economies and the energy grid and supply chain and all that. But the reality is they're doing it on purpose. They're bringing in every policy they can, climate policies, et cetera, to eviscerate markets and economies worldwide, as long as they're Western held, to, br uh, to bring people into the new system. China had the zero COVID policy. Well, that was just a litmus test for the zero carbon policy, which we're seeing get rolled out worldwide as a World Economic Forum gathers in Davos right now. So again, this is the goal. And this is why I've been focusing on that rather than Russia and Ukraine. But nonetheless, it's important to talk about what's going on there to some degree, because it does have some ground in where we are going next um, as far as you know, trying to predict things a week ahead of time, at least, which, you know, is hard enough. A year ahead of time is almost impossible. We just know what their plan is, what they want to do, and all the things they're doing that seem to be leading into that inevitable collapse and that um, propping up of the Great Reset, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, the new New World Order, based in technocracy and collectivism. They are not just committing eugenics, they're committing dysgenics to destroy the human and the human, and they're hitting us from every single angle. And so that's why it's important, my friends, in the face of all this, to be prepared for what comes next. So that no matter what, the Great Reset is going to happen, but it's going to fail eventually. Good overcomes evil eventually. So what we need to do is, you know, we could try and stop the Great Reset. We could do the best we can. And, you know, it's good to get word out there. I've been hearing people that are like even have five booster shots sitting around talking about the Great Reset these days. It's getting out there. It's becoming big. And like police presence at the World Economic Forum is insane. Um, you know, they're having a big, a big problem with that. So there is an awakening happening. But will it stop the Great Reset from happening? I don't think so. They're already putting carbon credits in people's banking apps. And most people just go along with things because, oh, well, I'm just one person. I can't do anything. Well, you are one person. <clears throat> Humanity is based on individualism, freedom. So what do you do as an individually responsible person? Well, you get prepared so that they cannot control you if you are prepared. First of all, don't have all your money in the bank. Second, have privacy coins like Monero, Epic Cash, in my opinion, not investment advice. You can check out Epic Cash at Epic Cash Community on Telegram. I'm not paid by them, but I support what they do. You can get gold and silver as well. And we have our Patriot Gold link that you can check out as well. And of course, you know, we, we need to have food. 
built up and, and ready to go for this insanity. So you could check out our link for heavensharvest.com for long-term storable foods that are non-GMO, heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage books, and how to get started. Why would you not prepare in the face of all this? It's better to be overly prepared than underprepared. And having something backed up when they go after the food supply is one of the most important things you as an individual can do right now. So please take heed of this caution. We've been warning about all this stuff and, and getting vindicated against all of it. And, you know, I wish it wasn't the case. I wish I was just a crazy guy screaming on a street corner. That would actually be better for humanity. But the reality is this is what's happening we need to know the negatives so we can make positives about it. And if we make positives about it, you know, that comes down to us and we could win and create a new beautiful civilization in the ashes of this tyranny later on. So again, heavensharvest.com, use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get, a, you get free shipping on much of those products in the United States. Um, again, even if you're not in the United States, still use code WAM because it helps keep you alive and us alive at the same time. Save yourself versus the supply chain shock, the energy grid failure as well. We have whamsurvival.com for long-term storable foods as well. Save a bunch of money if you go through us on there. So there's options. There's lots of options for the mobilization of humanity. We have a Lion Energy link where you can go and get um, you know, batteries, lithium batteries, solar panels, solar chargers, solar generators. So you aren't dependent on the government grid. What do you think comes next, my friends? We already know. It's already been happening. We've seen Buffalo. We've seen Texas. If people listened to us back then, a few more people would have survived, I promise. But the problem is that people just don't prepare until everything comes crashing down and it's too late. And then they end up with mRNA ration foods and, you know, from Bill Gates camps and, you know, ending up with carbon credit scores that dictate how much electricity, heat, water, et cetera, they can use and then determine their, their food rations based on a cashless society. We can't allow that to happen to you guys. Check that link, Line Energy, in the description. Get your batteries, get the generators, solar panels, et cetera. A bunch of new products available there. Save a bunch of money if you go through us. And free shipping, of course. 100% money-back guarantee if you don't like what you get. Anyway, it's long-winded, but I just want to bring you guys to solutions. You could check out our virtual shield link in the description and get 78% lifetime discount, which is a really good deal. And it's better than all the other guys. So check that link in the description. Sign up today. And, of course we have the health side of things because that's going to be very important too. And it won't be easy to actually come by in the future. So we have rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetril online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetril, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. And of course, we have the late great Dr. Zelenko's vitamins and supplements, Z-Stack, Z-Stack Kids, Z-Detox, and Z-Flu. So make sure to check those links in the description as well. Um, you got to be healthy, my friends. You got to stock up on this kind of stuff. And if, finally, if you want to help support us here at World Alternative Media, first of all, just sharing and going and going and subscribing on all the other platforms like on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. That helps. But if you want to financially support us, we truly appreciate it because we are completely viewer funded. So we have GoGetFunding.com, we have Patreon, we have Subscribestar, we have a Rockfin channel for um, exclusive content for if you pledge as well. And of course, we have a Bitcoin address and a Cointree link with a bunch of different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in if you please. We truly appreciate it, my friends. We have an epic FundMe campaign where you can donate in Epic Cash. Again, the privacy coin based on the Mimblewimble protocol. And we have a um, we have a merchandise store over at our Teespring link in the description. Um, again, a whole bunch of merchandise. You can help support us at the same time as representing the truth on the street. Um, we have, you know, so many options there. Telegram group, World Alternative Media. Telegram channel, World Alternative Media Announcements. We have our newsletter, www.imband.com. 
And of course, we're on Bandoff Video, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon at World Alternative Media. We're on Hive, Steemit, Float.app, and Vigilante.tv at, at Josh Sigurdsson. And we're on the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media, Twitter, and Getter at, at World Alt Media. And of course, all the major podcast platforms. So hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell, and hit subscribe if you have not yet already. Get prepared today, my friends. Live by example, live freely always. We're versus the Tower of Babel here. And this is our time to shine. This is our opportunity to show that we don't just read the books about greater men in the past. We are those greater men or women. We are the change we wish to see in the world. So it comes down to you watching. I appreciate everyone watching today. And until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth, be the change.